0: Did you ever stop to think that we live in a world of sounds? There are all kinds of sounds around us, all the time, everywhere. This first segment of the record is designed to improve measurably your listening ability. That's why it comes first. And that's why it's important that you listen as well as you
1: know how. Welcome to the Sacred Grind, where we talk with our third eye full while we get the nitty gritty on spirituality in the city of Hamilton. Check out the Sacred Grind at thesacredgrind.com or on Instagram and Facebook with the same name. We are a community of spiritual rebels and you are welcome to join on in. This is episode three, and I'm so excited to introduce you to Jennifer McKenzie. She is a professional spiritual psychic medium and an intuitive coach who is internationally known for her work. She is a natural-born psychic medium and is trained as a certified channel for healing, metaphysical educator, speaker, and mindfulness meditation facilitator trained through the Search Inside Yourself Leadership Institute. Her formal education is in the field of social services. With an ignited passion in service to others, she has been providing reading sessions, teaching and practicing for the past 17 years and currently provides her services in her private office in Welland, Ontario but she also teaches classes and lectures on the metaphysical arts and serves giving gallery readings throughout the Niagara and greater Toronto area. In this episode, we talk about the science of meditation, shadow work, and about our true calling in life. Jennifer is truly amazing and is just a great energy to be around and I am so thankful to have had the time to meet with her and connect to talk a little bit and to share it all with you. We started out by grounding ourselves and she actually didn't realize that I was recording so this is a little bit of a behind the scenes look at how we started our session right before we get into it all so you can actually use it to ground yourself as well. I hope that you enjoy and stay tuned to the end as we'll be finishing off with a guided meditation by Jennifer to get you into a nice, lovey, warm, fuzzy feeling kind of good energy. All right, let's get into the sacred grind.
0: So uh, if you want to ground your energy, that just helps also with clarity when you're um, doing this type of work it really kind of helps you be present so feet flat on the ground and then uh, i don't do you know how to ground do you ever ground your energy yeah oh, okay yeah. so if you have a, a way of grounding how i do it is uh just by pulling energy down but also wrapping it around the hips and then just feel like a cord of light or if you like vine uh, or a tree, like whatever you feel connected to, like a more earthly connection or vibratory cord of light, moving down through, oh, I, can see, I feel I'm already heavy, down the legs and then out the bottoms of the feet and just feel that cord moving into the center of the earth and just connecting with Gaia. Just feel yourself plugging into Gaia or rooting in with Gaia and becoming one with that and feel... Just feel your the clarity and the grounding coming with that as you ground your energy. And then yeah, just breathe that energy back up through the legs, thanking Gaia for that connection all the way up. And feel it go out the top of your head and then just feel light come in and meet at your heart space and just breathe from the center of your heart. Just feel yourself becoming really centered in the heart space where our inner truth is, where the soul's wisdom comes from. And as we align with our higher truth or our higher self, we align with those guides and higher divine beings of the light who work with us to create an incredible space to work with within together and separately. We allow ourselves to tune in to the energy and the wisdom that's available to us that comes through us and from us as well and if you just place your hand in your heart center we can do the soul's note sound if you like would you like to do that Mm -hmm. okay so the intention in doing the soul's note sound is that you're going to send your own vibratory souls energy and vibration out into the world you can do it just in hamilton you can do it to ontario you can do it to north america or you can go all around the world it's completely up to you the intention is when you sound out your soul's note that that vibration that you're waving out is going to reach all those beautiful souls who meet your vibration and you can work within the highest and best way and you're calling them to you, you're magnetizing the energy of those beautiful souls to you. And we call that your soulmate clients. And I'm gonna sound this out so it's gonna be loud, okay? <laughs> you, can go, you can go high or low, don't just go with ever, wherever your voice takes you, wherever your soul's voice takes you. And taking a nice deep breath in and releasing. And on the next breath, you sound out the soul's note. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
1: Thank you. Okay, awesome. I love that. <laughs> that was really great. That's
0: something you can practice. As often as you want. Cool. Okay. Yeah,
1: all right. I definitely. Oh, I feel good. Love now. that. Yeah. Ready? Thank you. <laughs> so, You're shiny. So nice. <laughs> feel better. Yeah. It's a funny thing getting in front of technology. All of a sudden, it's just like, right? Like all the energy that's there, but we can like come into our own energy, yeah. which is so nice. Exactly. You got it. That's awesome. So I already have us recording.
0: Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> did you record that? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay.
1: Yeah. Just put that on. <laughs> all right. So. Thank you for coming, Jennifer. I know we were already kind of chatting before this and uh, got onto to some really great topics, but the reason that I brought you here today is because you inspire me a lot. And um, from the moment I met you, I was like, yeah, I want to know this person more.
0: And <laughs> oh, thank yeah. you so much.
1: So part of... This is a little bit selfish because I just wanted to sit and chat, but I knew that there would be some really great conversations that would come up. And uh, I feel like it can really benefit a lot of people to hear some of the stuff that we'll be sharing and a little bit about your own path.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Chantel. <laughs> I appreciate, the first of all, the channel and the opportunity to be able to have this conversation. So thank you for stepping into your courage and your goddess-empowered self <laughs> and doing this.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I felt scary. the
0: same way the yeah. moment that I met you. And we've talked about that, too.
1: Yeah. There's something about you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that means a lot to me. Um, yeah, so I want to take us back to that moment that we met because... That in itself was something kind of cool, and it it began to unravel into something that I was surprised by, actually. So, um, initially, what where we met was Answers for Women with uh, Mm -hmm. Bethany Hudson. 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 Bethany Hudson, and. It's a gathering for like-minded women that are talking about some spiritually related stuff and about wellness and lots of awesome things. And I was there just kind of advertising my new business, Shanti for the first time when I really didn't even know what the heck I was doing. <laughs> I still, I'm still learning, too, but come a long way since then. Um, and you were doing gallery readings. Yes. And I had never been a part of one of those before. I only saw them on TV and kind of was like, oh yeah, is that real? I don't know. Um, But I saw you do some readings for people and it felt really moving, but it wasn't related to me, right? So I saw people in tears and like in an emotional, really beautiful way when you were connecting with, and I'm going to, I want to pass it back to you so you can share a little bit more about that, but you were connecting with people that had passed away in their lives and I was like, wow, this is really something to be a part of that in that space, and um, I was with my mom at the time, and she was saying to me, um, you know, we haven't had anyone really pass away in our in our lives, so like I don't know like what she's going to say to us, <laughs> and I said, <laughs> well, she's probably not going to call on us then. I don't know. So and you didn't, which made <laughs> sense. Um, but I really felt called to bring my partner Cody to meet and. Even though it was answers for women, uh, I was like, just I just asked if I could bring him. (laughs) He broke the barrier. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, so he came along, and you did you connected with him almost immediately in the gallery reading, and it was really emotional. We were both in tears, (laughs) and that moment for me was like a, a new awakening, where I was like, okay, there's definitely something beyond this reality that is happening that I had heard stories about but I hadn't experienced firsthand. So that shifted so much for me and opened up a whole new world. Mm, yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> oh, then my work is done. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the whole premise, you know, a part partly of well I shouldn't say whole, but part of the premise of why I do this work mm-hmm. is to help people understand and recognize more of who we really are, who we truly are and what we're truly a part of.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's, there's so much more than this physical reality that um, I think so many of us know that, we feel it, but, you know, unless we have other people to kind of say, hey, I feel that too, I experienced that yeah. too, right, we can feel really alone or even confused by some of these things that are coming up. So,
0: and um, I think I'm just. Can I just add on to that? Because it, uh, exactly, and also you can read books about it. You can learn about it, but until you have your own experience with it, it it. it it's hard for it to change you until you have your own experience, right? Mm -hmm. So as soon as you have your own experience with it, it changes you forever because it gives you a level of understanding that you can't get from just reading a book or seeing it on TV or hearing someone else's story. So once you have your own story, then you have the experience yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And actually, that really reminded me of... I was listening to... Alan Alan Watts talk recently. Oh, I love Alan Watts, yeah. Yeah, and he was talking about the difference between wisdom and knowledge, Mm -hmm. and it just struck me finally. Like, I had always had a hard time really understanding (laughs) the difference between wisdom and knowledge. And it's funny because it's because I didn't really feel it. I didn't sink in. Like, I had read about the differences and was like, okay, I think I get that. But really, the difference is that with knowledge, you can have all the facts and information about something. But wisdom is the experience Of it firsthand. Yes. And they can seem like the same thing when someone's sharing that story, but one has the emotion to it and the other is kind of the the research. Analytical. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And both are really important.
0: Yeah, yeah. Knowledge plus experience equals wisdom
1: yeah yeah i've heard
0: that that's not mine
1: (laughs) (laughs) but i've heard that
0: somewhere yeah Yeah,
1: some wise person (laughs) awesome so let's talk a little bit more about what you're up to right now because i'm going to bring us full circle and talk about your past a little more (laughs) sure sure (laughs) but let's share what uh what are you offering in the world lately what are you interested in Oh God, that's a long
0: story. <laughs> no <laughs> services so, you offer. Yeah, whatever. let me make let me make it as short and sweet as I can, mm-hmm. uh, as efficient as I can. Yeah. Uh, what am I offering right now? So I am um, still a full time intuitive medium, and uh, I'm also a channel for healing. So I do still offer one on one sessions, uh, and uh, with healing and with uh, mediumship, and it's and it is very much a a process of empowerment and change and helping people really it's not just an information drop it's really helping people get into the root of the unconscious part of themselves too so that their their unhealed work the un so the unhealed parts of the conscious unconscious sorry that um You know, that they can't see. And I have, I just have an ability to really uh, hone in and see that for people and help Mm -hmm. them so that when they are walking forward into their future, that they're walking with more clarity and awareness. And if there are blocks in the way, this is an opportunity for them to see the clarity so that that's not going to stand in the way of them getting where they want to go. So that is, um, that's the type of readings that I do along with the mediumship, which is connecting with loved ones who've crossed over. Bringing messages of sometimes it's humor or it's just uh, healing or connection. Uh, It for it comes for a myriad of reasons. Animals too. I love animals and I love to bring animals through. Um, I'm doing a lot of teaching right now and I find that people are ready. People are waking up and they're curious and they're wanting to know who, you know, I, 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 I know there's something about this. I'm not quite sure, but you know, um, could you help me? (laughs) Do you, you know, and I, do you, um, do you teach this or do you, you, you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, we are all, I believe and I know in my own heart that we are all divine beings. We're a spark of source having an experience here. Therefore we all have the ability to tap into this and to learn about it and to connect to it because it is we're sovereign beings it's our it's our right it's our divine right this is who we are I believe that we're hu- we are actually spirit having a human experience and I know that's cliche and that <laughs> word is so overused or that phrase is overused but I really believe that um and I've had enough experiences of my own I'm very sane <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can testify. Um, I've been, she
0: can testify. (laughs) I've been been brain mapped. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Everything's working okay up there. And your, you,
1: your background is in social work. Yes. My
0: background's in social work and actually started out in nursing. I I only, I did one year and I worked in the healthcare field for a while. Then I worked in the holistic healthcare field for a while. All along sort of, um, re... Well, some, I was being repositioned for this, and uh, I, this really laid the groundwork for me, actually, I think, to really have a, a really good foundation to build the work that I do now on. So mm-hmm. it's, it came from a stable place. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I fumbled for a while through this. Yeah, but um,
1: and something you were saying, too, like people, it seems, are looking for clarity, and I think that so many of us start out in a bit of a fog, Right? And that's when we're fumbling <laughs> around and we're, we get an intuition, we get a feeling of where we're supposed to be heading or an inkling about something and then... We seek someone out that can give us a little bit more of that clarity, right? And that's part of what you're doing now.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Providing clarity mm-hmm. and um, providing some deeper work. I'm not afraid to hold space for people. I'm not afraid to go deep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm comfortable in because I'm doing my own personal journey too, and I'm on my own personal healing path. And I've, you know, I, I, this I'll do this until I leave this planet. Yeah. Uh, but I've done a lot of work on myself. I am not afraid to hold space for others and to bring them into those places to the deeper places where that healing uh and transformation comes from yeah so it so yeah it's sometimes it's just about clarity people looking for clarity on the path or confirmation about their own intuition mm-hmm. sometimes that's what the reading's for yeah and sometimes it's for deeper work so and
1: that piece about doing our own work first right and going into our own shadow stuff allows for that right allows for you to hold space for other people yes we can only go as deep with others as we have gone with ourselves and so what have you know yeah you know that because you've been doing a lot of your own (laughs) deep inner work well yeah Yeah. because every time that I try to do a new thing or move forward I'm faced with my own crap (laughs) and it's like I I have to right and I've chosen a path that allows for that to keep happening as part of me struggles with it sometimes because I'm like Really, like again, but yes, because that's the the kind of work I want to do with people is going into some of that really dark stuff that we don't really want to share or talk about, or it brings up fear. And if I'm wavering in my own stuff, then I can't really be there for others, right? So, yeah, it's
0: hard. It's hard. Sometimes hard to hold space, but you know, after time though, um, what I have noticed and I've witnessed with others as well is. When you see, it doesn't have to be this dramatic falling apart, you know, it it becomes this, oh, there you are, oh, Mm -hmm. there's that part of, you know, Mm -hmm. that shadow part of myself coming up again, it's the awareness that's really important, Mm -hmm. it's loving that part of you, because... We're, we're conditioned not to. We're conditioned to see light as good and dark as bad. Absolutely. And so when we start to realize, you know what? That's really, this part, this is an aspect of me.
1: Mm-hmm. These are
0: aspects of me. And I need to love these unhealed aspects just as much as I love the light.
1: Yeah. And that's right? where the healing is. and Not seeing it as something just to be gotten rid yeah. of, something to shame ourselves over right and that's the pattern that may have developed at some point but really it's like it's (laughs) you think about shadow work or any of that kind of um the healing right people might think that it's like oh that's gonna be scary and really uncomfortable and actually like it can be really cathartic and quite a loving experience like you were saying Mm -hmm. Uh, it it doesn't have to be this fight (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
0: and you know years ago it, it was uh, because it, this wasn't talked about as commonly as it is now like mm-hmm. it's more common to talk about this I have far more people that I can share this information with whereas 20 years ago if I said that they'd look at me you know, like I had 12 eyes mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. what are you talking about lady so it's you know it's it's a you can see how much humanity has shifted over yeah a lot. you know i just from my my own experience in my corner of the world i've seen it
1: <laughs> yeah totally yeah. same here and yeah, just yeah. in the past few years there's a huge shift happening and i i actually did one of my placements in mental health for social work mm-hmm. at the, the mm-hmm. hospital at st joe's and hamilton and uh with the act team and um Back, that wasn't even that long ago that would have been in like 2010 2011 and things have changed even since then our understanding of mental health and mental wellness yeah, right? oh, yeah. and the, yeah. all of these things are connected and I think that's where a big shift is happening right now especially with the internet there used to be so much segregation between <laughs> spiritual life and mental health and health and all these different Things and now we're realizing. Oh no, wait! These are all <laughs> they're all important pieces of the wholeness yeah, yeah,
0: it's about yeah wholeness. We're recognizing wholeness: body, mind, spirit, emotional, mental, physical, spiritual. Is that's the wholeness of the self?
1: Yeah, so, yeah. It's and for, for a long sure. time, what's what's interesting because I'm obviously drawn to the spiritual side of life and. When I went to school for social work, we barely talked about spirituality at all. I think in one of the classes they said you should probably mention it. You should probably ask people about their spiritual experience, and that was really? it. That was the only thing that was really mentioned. I think other it was than ever mentioned in my school, yeah, never. And so the idea of holistic practice was brought up, but spirituality was left out. And so I think now we're starting to realize <laughs> that's a really important part of the whole picture. In terms of feeling like you know, like we we think about depression and um, schizophrenia and all these different things, but if we're not allowing ourselves to have a spiritual perspective on any of that, we might be missing the
0: whole picture yeah yeah there's a there's a I think there's there's a really important component to see in that part of it absolutely Mm -hmm. Uh, that's been missing for a long time yeah and I think connecting to that also brings us into a part of our inner knowing in a way that um, can really empower us and help us expand and grow in ways that we couldn't if we weren't connected to it yeah you know it's it's part of that um, awakening too when you start to when you start to hear sort of that subtle that subtle voice inside you know if you're not happy with what you're doing you're not and you listen to that piece then Mm -hmm. that's you connecting to that component that helps you expand whereas so many I know so many people and especially in my line of work who are having a difficult time and don't like the job that they're in or the relationship that they're in, and they don't know how to get out of it. They're having a hard time listening to that spiritual mm-hmm. component of themselves. Absolutely. And they're in that 3D world. So that's what I went through, yeah. exactly
1: that. Me too. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. did too. I, for so long, I was just shutting that part of myself out and didn't want to listen. And then once I started listening, I was like, oh, like, this is what's really happening. <laughs> like, I'm not happy with these things, you know. Like, something in me was basically like, hello, like, I, I want to be heard. Like, And I often think of it as that, like, inner child or something inside of us that is just, like, not, not on board with the decisions that we're making. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I remember the defining moment
0: of... Um this massive life shift that I had in 1999 which spun me back on this journey or I should say awakened me on this journey in a new way there was a time where I was sitting I still remember the exact place that I was in my living room by my fireplace mantle and I heard this voice in my head say this is not you I like I feel so negative and I know this is not who I am I know this is not the real person like this is not me and I want to change, and it was just, it was just a defining Mm -hmm. feeling in a moment, and that was it, and that was, you know, there was, that was another piece of the puzzle that went in to, to bring me onto that, that path, or that journey of my personal uh, transformation, but also this awakening that happened for me psychically, because I, I ended up wide open again, yeah, yeah, I tried to shut this off for a long time, and and uh it wouldn't go away but (laughs) yeah it was uh for me it was it was something you know I I really feel that this is part of my my life's work is to be in this space Mm -hmm. and helping others to wake up and feel empowered and hold space yeah
1: so you were feeling it strongly at one point like I'm on the wrong path or something's not right about what
0: yeah the end of my marriage it was Mm -hmm. a violent ending Mm -hmm. and um it only took 2 weeks till i started so i had like i'd had these experiences as a child at five i think it was around 5 the age that i remember uh, really, really strong experiences where I would actually be w- wake up in different parts of my house and mm-hmm. be staring at a, a, a ghost, a little girl <laughs> spirit who wanted to play with me. And I knew something wasn't quite right about it, but I wasn't really sure because I was only five and I really didn't have a context to really, you know, understand it and didn't know that I actually had a mother who used to do this work and, and an aunt wow. and, and a grandmother. and Yeah, I didn't know <laughs> this for years, so... Um, I was terrified of it, terrified, and I didn't really know it was me until I started to go to other people's houses, and as I started to grow, and uh, I, I started recognizing everywhere I go, I'm getting this, oh my God, it's me. <laughs> 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 I'd be aw- woken in my sleep. Like, I had a lot of really uncomfortable experiences, yeah. because I didn't understand this, So it was that awakening with the the dissolution of my marriage and this ending, this really abrupt ending. Within two weeks, I started having all this stuff started happening around me and i honestly honestly chantal at one point i said either something otherworldly is going on here or i'm crazy it's mm-hmm. one of the two mm-hmm. i was really starting to question my own sanity at that point because of the stuff that was going on and i ended up meeting this girl it was the craziest kismet thing i worked worked at a collection agency <laughs> <in> all places <laughs> so different There's like 300 Such people different there yeah mm-hmm. And I used to pass this girl every day, and we would always smile and say hi to each other. And then one day, she stopped me, and she looked at me and said, Are you okay? Because you're always so happy, and you look like, you look like, what did she say to me? She was really honest, like, you look like you've even you have you slept, or you, no, you look terrible. And she said something like that to me. And I started laughing. I'm like, I haven't slept in two weeks. And I just blurted all this out to her. She goes, Oh, I think I can help you. Oh. I'm like, You can? <laughs> Seriously? Really? And she said, Yeah. She so was into all of this stuff. And she gave me a book and it was that was the start and I read the book and I was like oh my god I'm not crazy oh my god yeah. she knows and I had this you know I had all these I could relate to so much that was being shared in the book yeah. and this was a world-renowned uh, psychic medium yeah. at the time that was it gave you that clarity it oh my god it gave me clarity it gave me it just gave me confirmation mm-hmm. that you know I wasn't crazy and what I, these things that I was experiencing others had experienced it too Right. So, it kind of spun me on this journey of like woohoo, you know. I read every book I could get my hands yeah. on. I it's such w- a it's mm-hmm. such a
1: good feeling to know that you're not alone in it and that, you know, cuz like we we're saying like <laughs> in the mental health Realm of things. There's a lot of stigma around seeing things that are not rooted in this reality. (laughs) (laughs) The automatic thing is, well, you need to take some pills to get rid of that, right? Let's get the
0: DSM-5 manual out.
1: (laughs) And I'm I'm not like saying that there's no validity in any of that side of things. Like... Uh, I'm not saying don't take medication or anything like that, but Absolutely. you know, if yeah. so many people are having these kinds of experiences and they they resonate in a way where it connects with someone else's experience, you know what I mean? Like, there there's more to it than oh, you're just you're just losing
0: it. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like yeah. you
1: were saying, as a child, like. There are there are cultures or there were cultures in the world where we would help people understand these kinds of experiences, right? There would be like a context to understand it. and You would work with someone in the community that also had these kinds of gifts and these experiences. They would support you in drawing that out. But in this mm-hmm. realm of the world, uh, it's kind of like, no... That's that's not even really happening. Let's just shove that away. And you met someone that helped you see things a little bit differently, which is awesome. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did um, it feel like a divine intervention yeah. of some
0: kind? Well, actually, yeah. it was interesting how it happened. Yeah, it was speaking to the Eastern philosophies, like, you know, has never disconnected from the spiritual part of themselves it's just our western philosophy that's really fallen we fell away from it at Mm -hmm. some point so we're coming back yeah um and um it took me a while i fumbled on my journey for a little while because 20 years ago for me there wasn't there there wasn't as much information or support available so Mm -hmm. i actually had started in this the healing path so i started taking certification uh in uh healing arts and that uh, that my teacher there was a mentor for a time and then um somehow some way I was led to this lady I honestly don't even remember how I ended up meeting Anne and but I I went for I was really feeling compelled to go for a reading and I was in social work at the time I was in school and um and I went and I just wanted to go. I just, I just really felt compelled to go for it. I don't go very, didn't go very often, but just something. And people kept mentioning her name to me. Her name kept coming up around me. So um, again, at that time, I wasn't really tuned in like I am now to understand. <laughs> Were you like, it. okay, that's yeah, a sign. yeah, <laughs> I wasn't. At that time, I was not yeah. going. Oh, that's a sign. <laughs> I was <laughs> it's like, like, why does this name coming up? Yeah, keep going why, why does it keep coming <laughs> up? So, and she is a, she was a master astrologer as well. But she's an incredible medium. Oh my God, she was amazing. And she used to have a radio show in Toronto actually for oh. a while. Yeah she was really neat anyway um that's uh, so I went for a reading and she was she looked at me and said social work no I was like <laughs> oh don't you da- I was mad at her I'm like don't you dare tell me that I finally know where I want to be you know yeah. so we had I ended up there for three hours with this lady it was amazing and I was so blown away by the reading I told my sister about it she ended up going and then and then there was nothing for about I think through three months and I got a phone call from her out of the blue, asking wow. me if I could help her with something. She knew what this was going to be, because <laughs> it ended up being three years of mentorship.
1: Wow. So
0: and yeah, she, she
1: had the long like foresight she, she knew of what everything. Yeah, was she come. totally knew. Yeah.
0: And she was the one who actually saw something in me that I didn't really know I had. Like she was teaching me the tarot, but she's she started. She got sick with. She had. She ended up passing with cancer, but. She, um, or transition, (laughs) Mm -hmm. she uh, started a mediumship class for me. Like she put the class together, oh, and wow. so that I could, yeah, so I could practice, and that was sort of the beginning of going. Oh, okay, so this is interesting, you know. <laughs> and and it just it, it, but it when I look back, it really helped to find me. And then she was actually on the board of directors in Lilydale, Lilydale Assembly in New York, and I took a lot of my classes, like, so to help me hone this gift and understand it, or or I call it ability, not a gift, but to help hone it and to help um, be able to be able to understand my connection because everyone has their sort of their own way right Mm -hmm. and you're gonna you're gonna also be coming through your own filters when you're when you're making a connection so it's just learning to be as clear as I could and and really have balance and and um awareness of my own my own way and uh so Lily Dell ended up being a big part of that for me too and thanks to her honestly for um really setting up an amazing platform for me I forever um um, so grateful for her and and everything that she uh, helped me with. So yeah. she's actually in my documentary on my website. Yeah, I want to you check you seen her out. Yeah. No, I haven't. Yeah, That's she what is. Uh, because when when uh, I was asked to do it, I said, Yeah, I'll absolutely I'll do it. Because I the more I can share um, you know, this, um, this part of who we are, the better. Yeah. And I said, but there's someone you guys need to talk to. Cause this woman's been doing it for 45 years and she knows what she's talking about. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned that you call these kinds of things an ability and, and not a gift, which mm-hmm. is cool. I like that. So do, do you think that everyone has the ability to tune into other realms or dimensions or whatever? How would you even describe what it is that
0: you do that's a a good question that's a really really good question so first of all um i believe okay so we are all psychic that is our first sense we come with that we come with intuition and our other five senses and as we tune into our intuition we expand all the other five senses (laughs) so i believe that's our first sense not our sixth sense and we all have it yeah we don't we're not all here to become mediums or you know it's not everyone's journey we all have different reasons why we've come to learn here that's what i believe uh that we have a soul's journey here to to evolve and to expand and to enjoy and experience the human realm so uh yeah this is an aptitude or an ability that uh when you when you recognize first of all that you have it and everybody does so um I used to say god you know our spirit or source or we didn't just get sprinkled you know five percent of the population <laughs> <laughs> with the ability and the rest of you are sol yeah. <laughs> all of us came here this way um and by learning different tools and learning and understanding how to tune into the self, you can uh, turn on your spiritual gps and <laughs> and learn how to navigate your path from a place of more inner peace joy and clarity absolutely
1: Wow. Yeah, That's that really resonates with me too. That's something that I've been feeling over the last few years. It's like that it's it's already something that is innate to us. And just like any other mm. ability, the more time that you spend with it and cultivate it, the stronger it can get, right? Yes. Just like, like anyone can paint, you know? People will say, oh, I can't. I can't paint. Like pretty much anyone, if you can... Hold a paintbrush somehow and and dip it into some paint. You can create something, right? Uh And if you keep doing it and keep doing it, it will get stronger. Whatever that thing is, singing, whatever. Because Um, it's an
0: aptitude that you can build on. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but some people just aren't interested in being a painter, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'd love, I love to look at paintings, but I don't want to be creating. Right. Um, and so I think the same goes for any kind of psychic gifts that people might have, or, or like you said, abilities, right? And and even just switching that mindset, right? It's like I, you want to call it like culturally, we often call it a gift, like it's bestowed upon the select few. And I I get caught up into that, mm-hmm. but really, you know, we we all do have a sense of intuition or. Um,
0: yeah let's extra. demystify it because mm-hmm. I hear that all the time ooh you have powers you right know, people will say that to me and I <laughs> and I laugh and, and I say well you know and, and, I, and I and I I don't want to be rude like I'm not trying to be rude when I when I respond no it's not a power it's actually an ability uh, I just want because I want I want to take me off the pedestal because that's not the way this is this is not that's not what it's about you know and I I did not I honestly came into this kicking and screaming I <laughs> I <laughs> I, <laughs> I tried to push this away for a long time and I've recognized that part of my path is teaching people to understand that this is, I like how you said innate in all of us, it Mm is and when we learn to navigate from that place which is um, a part of our higher perspective instead of fear which is where most of us are navigating from. We're gonna have a lot clearer decisions in our life. This is this is this is skills for life. You know, this isn't just like you said. You know, painting. Like we learn, right? You mm-hmm. know, we learn how to paint, and that's a skill um, that some may want and some may not. But this is this is like a skill for 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 life enhancement, yeah. for inner peace, for yeah. connection. To this enhances all of every aspect of your life when you're tuned in or connected to who you truly are.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and imagine how much different the world would be if we started learning these things from a young age, like similar to meditation or breath work, Yes, these things that really support us in our journey, so many of us are coming into it now at a later age, where it's harder to learn, and it's definitely possible, it's still, the the door Mm -hmm. is open and we can step into it, but... As children, we learn so much more easily, and so if we are learning these things at a young age, imagine how much more <laughs> amazing it, life could be for these people, right? Like Ooh. young children right now that are experiencing. That's a really this. great point, and can I can I add yeah. to that because.
0: Um, you know, neuroscience states that the first six years of our life hmm. we're in what's called an alpha brainwave state, and we're literally a sponge. And this is the this is exactly. us. This is what we're going to we're up, we're uploading our program that we're going to operate from. Yeah. So <laughs> if kids are doing it that young they're actually loading this into their programming to operate from that place. And what an amazing place that is. Absolutely. Right. They have the (laughs) groundwork for it. Yeah. And
1: for six years I worked, well, I've worked with kids basically like my whole life pretty much, but, but I worked with kids for about six years, uh, teaching an anti-violence program. And one of the main things that we did in that program was really teaching just, um, emotional awareness. So it was mindfulness essentially. Mm -hmm. It wasn't called that when I started teaching the program, but I just, made that connection like this is mindfulness and <laughs> noticing the feelings that are coming up and where they're taking place in the body that in itself is huge like many adults don't even know how to do that yeah. I didn't even That's know how huge. to do that but I started teaching yeah. it and learned through the <laughs> teaching of it. like oh yeah <laughs> True. So I should tune into what I'm feeling, right? <laughs> yeah, so it sets us up for a lot more success when we start to learn these skills does. at a young age,
0: and we learn the mind-body connection, mm-hmm. which uh, is, you know, it's funny how dissociated we become with that there's this detachment from the mind mm-hmm. body so that is awesome right. I love that yeah. that they're teaching kids that you were teaching kids that yeah. yeah yeah it was
1: great I loved it and it was it was fun it was fun for me too <laughs> I would always learn as we were going along that's yeah, yeah.
0: that's what we teach though right yeah, yeah
1: exactly yeah <laughs> to learn yeah that yeah. keeps happening I'm learning right
0: along when I teach too <laughs>
1: yeah so you mentioned that you um kind of went into all this kicking and screaming in a sense <laughs> I don't know if that's literal or not, but um, sometimes, yeah. Yeah. So, what was some of the resistance around kind of ste- stepping into this part of yourself? A
0: lot of fear. Yeah, I had a lot of fear. Um, The dark shadows of the night. Like for years I had to sleep with my bedroom door open and the light on. And if I was by myself, I had to have the TV on in my room. Like I had to have some sort of light, sound, noise, and a way to get out fast. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I did. I had a lot. Because I saw so much that I didn't understand growing up. It was... You know, for me, and not 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 knowing what this was all about, not having someone at the time to talk to about because I, for some reason, I don't know why it never came up and around my mother. I'm not sure, but this is the way my journey went, and um, and sort of it was almost like a secret too. You know that I didn't tell anybody about because I was scared. There was a part of me that was scared if I did say something, what would they think of me? Mm-hmm. For years, I had I had that sort of in my back pocket, always there, but scared to pull it out. And I actually remember when I was 17, I was working at a restaurant, and somebody in the server's you know, room was talking about this, and I, oh, I, my ears perked up, and I walked in there, and I was like, oh, I've had one of those experiences. So I was able to actually share, which was kind of cool, um, because I kind of felt like, oh, I'm not alone, you know, because nobody ever talked about it. Like, I never heard people talk about it. So it was it was really scary for me. Uh, and I had like I had experiences that scared me, but it was my fear. It was me learning to move into love and I don't want to sound airy fairy, but honestly, to really and know that I was safe and I was okay and uh, that really helped me ma- majorly transform how I, how I feel about it now. But it didn't come like it didn't come right away. You yeah. know, it took a while for me to, to really feel comfortable and to be able to sleep with the lights off and <laughs> not be afraid of the dark. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. It's it can be really overwhelming when we are tuning into things that we don't quite understand or I think especially that cultural side like I often think about that because my background is in sociology social work but mm. I think about the impact that other people have on us and feeling like it's okay to share these experiences and if we feel like it's not like we might be condemned in some way or made fun of whatever um it can feel really shameful and And that might not be the word that... Like, that may not be the feeling that came up for you, per se, but I think a lot of people may feel something like that, where it's like, I'm the weird one. I'm the one that's having these bizarre experiences that no one else understands, and it's better for me just to be normal. And I say that kind of, like, you know, with my, like, quotations, um, because there's so many different variations of who people can be in the world. But it's easier just to play it safe... And do the thing that I'm supposed to do to get by. Then take a risk and put myself out there where people might think I'm weird. (laughs) I think that comes up in so many different ways in our lives. (laughs) This just happens to be one where it's been, well, you know, I think in two different realms, like psychic gifts, psychic uh, abilities (laughs) have been, one, either stigmatized and seen as weird and insane (laughs) or on the other side it's been seen as just like kind of glamorized into this uh you know i i want to say like witch but you know there's so much um taboo even around that word right it's becoming more normalized now to Mm -hmm. use that those Mm -hmm. kinds of terms but for a long time that was like just a a thing that you didn't want to be because people were literally being murdered for there's a
0: lot of oppression around it yeah yeah a lot of oppression yeah
1: and i think we carry that in ourselves even if we didn't have a direct experience with it yeah there's a cultural memory or there's a conditioning a yeah mm-hmm. there's a
0: global conditioning mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. it too yeah i think mean, there's many reasons for that like the global conditioning and uh you know over over the eras of time there's been, there's been waves of, you know, we hear of Merlin, right, mm-hmm. and um, other magical, mysterious, you know, realms of things happening, and, and stories, and then there's stories, you know, of, of, even in the Bible, the stories of Jesus doing heal mm-hmm. faith healing, and, and having uh, mystical experiences, and it's, you know, it's woven through our history mm-hmm. in so many ways, in so yeah. many ways, and so many avenues, and And when you start to really do the research, you start to see how there's a common thread in everything, in all the religions as well. I remember sitting in a world religion class when I was in post-secondary education going, all of a sudden this light bulb just went ding, Mm
1: -hmm. and I saw
0: how everything connects, and I went, oh my gosh. So, you know, I had my own experience, so... Um, Because it all comes from one source place, right? And then it's spread throughout.
1: Yeah. So and stories change depending on who's who's who is the storyteller, exactly. And if there's fear, if they're living with a fear mindset because of whatever they've experienced in their life, that's going to change the way that the story is told. Yeah, the filters that you bring it through. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) And and there has been a lot of fear in our world for valid reasons, and so I think people could have just been fearful of something totally like entirely different and because of that fear living in them anything else gets labeled with that same kind of um, mentality right like if I can't trust the world then how can any you know I can't trust this physical realm right there's war and famine and all these kinds of things happening let's say if we it's happening in the world today it happened in the past so if that's happening how am I supposed to trust this other realm that I can't even see right, that, that can feel really scary, yeah, great yeah. point, yeah, so I, I'm curious what has been helpful for you in feeling, like, safe, and stepping into that place of love, um, compassion for yourself, and what has been empowering for you in moving forward on your own path, um, let's see, and mm-hmm. also maybe one a big question, yeah, <laughs> it's a
0: big question, and it's, and it's layered, because mm-hmm. over the years, it's changed, but, I would say one of the steadfast um, parts of, of that was ritual and meditation. So meditation changed my life, like, and I teach it because I love it so much, and I see the value and the importance in, in having a meditation practice, daily meditation practice, for so many different reasons. But it really it, it changed my life. So regular meditation, because um, it helps you connect, it helps you slow down, it helps you have clarity of thought and tune in. Um, but um, it's you know if there's there's a lot of health benefits to it too. But that was one big one. Ritual, you know, prayer, uh, yoga, like something that you um, ritual meaning, you know, uh, your conversation, your conversation with that higher being, whatever you call it, mm-hmm. uh, and um, making connection to that, and and having that move through you and call it to you and know that you can. Uh, because you are a part of that Uh, that that really made a huge difference in me really turning things around and um, I'm trying to think of some of the other ways there's there's so many Mm -hmm. (laughs) healing healing work was a big part of it too so it was really it was helping me kind of really get present with my own stuff And start to recognize the healing. Like when I started to to be honest with myself and start doing the the inner healing, that brought me into a lot more love because it helped me hold myself in loving space. Yeah. So I did a lot of inner child work. uh, And... um, like over through the path, like through the path, and it you know, it comes and goes. You know, I don't, I don't think you ever do it all at once, you do it in yeah. layers, right? You couldn't, or you'd probably implode, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm.
1: but like, I, I, <laughs> I can tune into like, I've done inner child work yeah. on myself actually, and uh, yeah, I've dealt with like one memory at a time, and then it's <laughs> yeah, <like> now, <laughs> yeah, and you, and it's like you just have to let that even settle in,
0: yeah. There's a, yeah, there's an integration period mm-hmm. after that to let things kind of rework themselves, mm-hmm. and but that I think that it's it teaches you how to love yourself and when you start to let go of the conditioning you know and it's not this isn't to to you know shame any anyone from the past because our parents and the people who supported our journey were doing the best they could with what they had but it doesn't mean it's all going to be healthy so (laughs) it's recognized that you know kind of really getting getting on really getting into the honest space with with myself and saying okay what do i need to change
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know i'm responsible for my life yeah no one's coming to rescue me or i'm responsible for my life
1: i think that's the hardest thing for a lot of us to yeah. face yeah. and
0: but it, it's the most freeing and empowering absolutely thing you do.
1: absolutely and like we can blame a lot of other people or want someone else to do something that's going to make things better I think that's what we all kind of you know especially as a child we, we can't do it for ourselves yeah that, that, and that's kind of the mentality is like if we are stuck in certain childhood points there is a part of us that's like please somebody save me what's going on <laughs> like me. rescue me and as adults we can be that person we can that, that's the the trick yes. <laughs> right the beautiful yeah. the beautiful part of it is that that may not have been able to take place when we were young, but now we can go and you can
0: be hold there that inner child them. in that space Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, and that's how we heal. That's how we do a lot of the healing, right? Mm-hmm. So that that is that was those I think those those few pieces um, of uh, goodies in my tool bag <laughs> yeah. were uh, what really helped me. I think to turn things around and to know that I was safe. You know, I really had to. Um, talk myself through that sometimes to know that i was safe because i was seeing all of these things and having these experiences and and uh and even like some of my friends i had I, some of my friends changed at that time too when i had my big shift in my awakening because some of my friends just i just couldn't handle it or thought i was a little nuts and <laughs> I don't know. yeah because i was having so many synchronistic experiences on top of this mm-hmm. it was unbelievable like I wish I would have wrote in a book then because <laughs> yeah. I'm in the middle of writing a book now yeah. but um because it was just like oh my god like wow you yeah. know it really does you when you things, open up a new
1: world absolutely yeah, yeah. I felt that happen and I'm just like <laughs> amazed sometimes and when it's not happening it's usually it's when I'm like out of sorts and I'm not you know I've, I've lost touch with that part of myself it's still there but yeah I'm like Getting all grumpy and cursing at God for doing all these things to me, <laughs> and right? we kind
0: of need that. Sometimes we need to kind of move energy like that, right? Yeah. And the contrast is part of our experience, so... Yeah,
1: exactly. And that's something that I've been really interested in lately is just... There was a time in my life where I was like... Really, when I, fr- had, I guess when I had a, a first spiritual awakening of some kind, Um I really was fixated on being positive and always being in that high vibe feeling. And... I thought that that's where I needed to stay, and I, I'm glad I experienced what I did during that time, but what I've come to feel and realize is that that there's so much more to me, and sometimes I need to go into that darkness to just see what's lurking there so that I can give it some love and some tenderness and support, and then come back, right? We go through these cycles all the yeah, time. Yeah. And I think, in general, we want to we resist the the darkness, the parts of ourselves that aren't as shiny and nice and happy, because I mean, we all want to feel happy, right? I think that's a, a general thing that we all but want. But is that authentic happiness? Right. right? Exactly. And <laughs> and that's kind of that, like you know, life is suffering. <laughs> we must acknowledge and accept that that's a part of the experience. Yeah. yeah. And it's okay. And it and it doesn't feel so painful once we actually accept accept it instead of trying to fight it off
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's the key right there you got it Chantel it's sort of like it's it's acknowledging it and Feeling it and then letting it go. Mm-hmm. That's what I say, feel it and heal it. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my little line. Feel yeah. it and heal it. Yeah. Because if we don't feel it, we resist it, we push it away. It's gonna come, keep coming back. And that's a spiritual bypass.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: So it's really understanding. Yeah. You know, we are gonna go through pain. There's no getting around that. Mm-hmm. Things are gonna happen. Challenges are gonna come up. We're gonna. Ha- that's part of how we grow. It's part of how we learn. It's part of how we evolve. But how do you evolve through it?
1: exactly how do you respond to it is the key Mm -hmm, right absolutely that's the key that the term spiritual bypassing is something that i've been um it's been coming up a lot over the last year because i i see it happening i think (laughs) uh especially like being on social media, right? It's such an interesting thing to see what's going on in that, that <laughs> realm. That's a whole other realm in yeah. and it of itself, right? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> there's a lot of that happening where it's like, we all want to just be in the positive, high vibe, feeling state. And also like, um, you know, like who wants to admit that they're having a rough go when they're putting themselves out on social media? So that's kind of, it's kind of this interesting thing happening where it's perpetuating this um, idea that you have to have it all together and always be high functioning. And I, I think a lot of people are having a lot more anxiety these days because of that. And, mm-hmm. and people that are in, um, you know, they're doing spiritual work, but anxiety is still quite high because there's this pressure to always be on, especially if you're a leader of some kind, yeah. right? Like yeah. people are looking to you for some kind of guidance. And if you're in pieces, well then, how am I supposed to trust you? That, that I think that's where a lot
0: of that <gasps> oh, that's worry a, comes. A, that is such a, a great point. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I'm so glad you brought that mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And you know what? We're all human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. We are all human. Yeah. And, you know, we just I just had this conversation with. Uh, I'm teaching a class on uh, Tuesday nights, and we just had this conversation about, um, you know, uh, what's happened with John of God. I don't know if you've heard about that. It's all over the papers. Do You know who John of God is? Yeah, I'm, okay. I have heard a yeah. little. A bit
1: about this,
0: but not enough to have like a, a say on it. Yeah. So it just and 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 Doreen Virtue too mm-hmm. just did a massive shift. Mm-hmm. So it's like she's in a different realm, and it's and in one of the things that was brought up is oh my god, you know, it's like well they're human, you yeah. know, and they're we are all going through our humanness, and somehow sometimes people unfold in very dark ways. Absolutely. Or, but and we are all going through our own shit. Yeah. And <laughs> let us go through our shit so mm-hmm. we can help you too. Because the more that I I heal, the more that a leader heals, the more that a, a healer heals, because usually healers are wounded healers. <laughs> <laughs> the more that we are allowed to go through and process our stuff, the more space we can hold for those who need it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, there, it's important that we start shifting this perspective that like, it's not okay to have challenges when you are in a helping role, you know, because I think that that causes more problems in the oh, end. Yeah. Like
0: that's what really Especially unravels now people. with so like you said with social media. We live on the internet. Mm-hmm. It's it's at our fingertips 24 hours a day. Yeah. yeah. So there's always, you know, we are accessible 24 hours a day mm-hmm. if we choose to be. But the the um I'm not, <laughs> but they. This generation of kids, though, that are being brought up in this, is they're accessible and. Jews, I noticed this. Let me ask you this, because see if you under if you understand this, you can relate. People get um, almost stressed if they don't answer their phone. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's like they feel like they have to be there and present yeah. for people 24 yeah. hours a day. And it's, it's they'll get anxiety yeah. if they don't answer it because they're not accessible, and the other person that's trying to contact them will get anxiety, and will. Do you ever seen that? Where oh yeah. You'll hear their phone ding and ding and ding and ding, and then ring and then uh-huh. ding.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Like so, there's
0: a lot of pressure.
1: I uh, I, I try to be mindful about my phone usage. Um, it's been interesting shifting and put like putting myself out there more, like business wise. Because before I, like, I really didn't care if people were following me or not or whatever. But now because I want to um, connect with more people, I do care if people are following me. So it's changed for me. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like, yeah. I I often will keep my phone on silent or tuck it away. <laughs> um My mom, actually, in particular. She she probably won't like that I'm talking about her right now. (laughs) Sorry, sorry mom. But you probably won't ever hear this. But um, she'll often call again and again and message and be like, are you okay? But, you know, there was a time where we didn't have, like, um, instant accessibility to each other. (laughs) Right? Where you'd have to just kind of assume the the best or hope (laughs) for the best and hope that they'll eventually contact you or they'll eventually show up, right? But it's interesting that with this extra communication we have... It's not actually like there are there are positives. There's so many positives. Oh, about technology, for sure. But I'm,
0: I'm grateful for it. Trust there's me. always a,
1: the dark to the light. though. We have
0: to have boundaries, and mm-hmm. I think that's the that's something that needs to be established, for, and people not to feel guilty or shameful around having boundaries. Yeah. You know, yeah. shut the phone off, and yeah. or put it on silent, or you know, at six o'clock, t- off it goes. Mm-hmm. Or I love it when people do that when they go to a restaurant and they all put put it in, you know, put all their phones in the middle, and so there's there's ways that we can work around it and not feel the anxiety yeah. or stress of having to be available 24 right.
1: 7 yeah using yeah. it as a tool instead of it using us because it yeah. has so much, there's so much energy yeah, well within it yeah there's so much energy in the device and frequencies that it's emitting, first of all and then it's it's programmed mm-hmm. to be an addictive device so there's apps that are literally created so that we'll be addicted to it. Mm-hmm. So it's just important to be mindful around it because I just think that's a huge, it's a big thing for so many people right now. It's a, it's a great way that we can connect with each other and, and gain so much... Um, spiritual insight uh, I think that's a huge reason like internet in general and having quick access to it is a huge reason why there's this um, shift this kind of enlightenment shift happening and people are kind of waking up in whole new ways um, but on the flip side yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we don't want it to, to overtake us because then we'll just be a slave to these, <laughs> these machines and then what's, what's the point of that <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah,
0: for sure mm-hmm. yeah, you know, exactly the addiction part of it we can be a Definitely. It's easy to become addicted. Yeah.
1: We were talking a bit before about meditation being a really great tool for you. And I'm thinking of that right now because of cell phones, right? Like we can use meditation as a time to just take a break from that thing Mm -hmm. Um, and I constantly hear about meditation being one of the best things for us right like and I feel that too but for some people it seems like such a daunting task to do uh, meditation so for people that uh, might have a hard time with taking time for themselves to do that do you have any kind of uh, tips or anything that might be like helpful for them to hear
0: yeah so Well, first of all, the real the real um, meaning of meditation literally means to pay attention. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's it's sort of demystifying, and I think we're starting to do that now because at one time people would think you need to be you know a Tibetan monk sitting on a mountain and lotus pose and, and be you know and that was meditation, but. Meditation can be very simple and if you don't have time, then like if you say, you know, you can start a practice 10 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. where and there's actually like you said lots of help on the internet and the internet on your phone with apps that can set timers that'll have a guided meditation or music or something depending on what you want and if you cannot carve 10 minutes out of your day then you need to do 30 minutes <laughs> I love that you do yeah. because if you don't have 10 minutes uh, trust me I know you do because I'm sure that you spend 10 minutes not you but mm-hmm. people in general 10 minutes on their phone or on the I internet surfing <laughs> yes. yeah everyone mm-hmm. has 10 minutes to carve out of their day yeah. to do meditation and it it's it requires brain entrainment so uh, it's funny I kind of chuckle when people say I can't meditate I tried it doesn't work and yeah. I said oh, well what did you do and how did you do it and <laughs> I'm like well I laid in bed or you know or I just sat and I couldn't I just couldn't sit still and my mind was going crazy I mm-hmm. said well if you go to the gym once are you in shape mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. right yeah. no you yeah. it's a practice it takes and takes time it's, yeah yeah it's entrainment and you literally you can't see i think sometimes it's hard for people because there's they're not getting a tangible physical outcome first
1: right so
0: it's like when you work out you start to feel your body change right but when you're meditating there's all kinds of stuff going on and neural networks are rewiring and repatterning your brain to entrain it to understand what meditation is because we're normal we're used to sleep and awake and that's it We're not, with meditation, you have to train your brain to be in that space or that state of being. And that when you do that, when you can get into uh, what's called theta, which is the rest and repair, you can amazing, amazing things can happen. That's where you really start to access the subconscious mind and where deep healing can happen and where deep, deep rest happens, where we start to really create an energy bank. Mm -hmm. And we we build that energy bank and we start to uh, connect to an inner calm as well because we're really tapping into that inner self. Yeah. So uh, starting with 10 minutes is in every day, the same time if you can. Because again, you're creating a brain entrainment, right? Best times of the day to do it are morning or evening if you can. If you can't, do it when you can. Mm-hmm. But consistency is key. Same place is key if possible. Um, just to, to, to wire that in for that first month. Uh, and awesome. then after that, you know, once you have brain entrainment, it's like... You know, you have to practice. Once you practice that state of being, then you eventually become that state of being, right? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So you become that, and you'll feel it's like brushing your teeth. Yeah, you like you do it because it feels good, and you know it's good for your health.
1: Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. And so, would you say that a silent meditation can be just as good as a guided meditation? Absolutely.
0: Mm -hmm. It's whatever works for you. You know, there's walking Mm -hmm. meditation, there's uh, sitting meditation, right? There's standing meditation. There's Mm -hmm. all different forms. There's guided. There's silent. Uh, there's just music. Uh, yeah. There's um, one pointed focus. There's all kinds. So whatever works. Yeah. So Start I'll, with whatever works. Exactly.
1: I think like it's important just to not give up, right? Like if mm-hmm. one form just didn't resonate or feel quite right, like trying try another one. There's and so many no, different paths.
0: Yeah. And your so your body is the unconscious mind. So as soon as you try to settle down, it's going to give you all kinds of things and itches and it's going to want to get up. And, and then your mind, your mind's going to be racing and, you know, did I turn the stove off? Oh my God, I forgot to call Sally. And, you know, it's <laughs> like, it's going to do that because it wants you to get up. Because it's not it's used, it's to, used being, to that. you have to way. wrestle it. Yeah. You have to overcome it. You have to overcome it and say, no, stay. Yeah. No, sit. It's okay. I can do that when I'm done. Yeah.
1: And that's this the whole is my point. Time. That's the whole point, right? Yeah. So that we're not just rushing around like yeah. crazy, or you know, like that we're noticing. We're noticing the thoughts that are there, even just stopping for a moment and realizing that. And that's good all, meditation.
0: Yeah. Noticing the thoughts, yeah. and sometimes it's bringing yourself back to that. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, wandered off. Back, bring mm-hmm. back. That's a good meditation because yeah. you're actually doing brain entrainment.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And there's you're not doing it wrong if there mm-hmm. are busy thoughts coming up. Nope. That's, That's right. It's normal for that to happen, especially if you've been in a certain habit where that you are quite busy all the time. Which uh, there are a lot of demands for people to to be quite busy. Um, but we're we're learning that that's really it's not good for us in so many ways. It's like it's causing us to be m- like mentally unwell and physically unwell and out of tune with our spiritual um, understanding of things. Right? Like talking about the holistic impacts of oh, of stress yeah. and being overly busy. Um,
0: what people what people don't understand that's actually research and scientists starting to um, have the um, all the peer reviews to validate this and back it up now mm-hmm. is that when i think it's like the majority of chronic conditions are healable and they're caused by stress yeah because the body when the body is in stress all the time we it, it actually turns on the amygdala fight flight or freeze response in the brain is active and when that's active we have cortisol norepinephrine, and um what's the other one Adrenaline Adrenaline. running Mm -hmm. through the body, and we need that. You know, in cases where if we are in a fearful space, if we're about to be in a car accident, or you know, a a cat runs out in the road, or whoo, we go into fight, flight, or freeze. Right? We have to act quickly. But then, you know, it's humans. The entire animal kingdom is is has this response system, and if an animal has that response system, after the animal is in a safe environment, he goes back to as life as normal unfortunately humans turn that on and they they keep it on and when you keep that on and you are constantly functioning from the hormones of stress whatever preconditioned geno structure that you've had from your um your family history that at that point the possibility of that turning on comes in because the body is under constant stress So it's learning to bring your body into a a calmer state of being Mm -hmm. and to turn down the amygdala and turn up the neocortex part of the brain, which is our creative mind, that helps us stay calm and centered. And that's what meditation does. Mm -hmm. It helps us step into that space and and turn down the hormones of stress and the, and the res- amygdala response until we need it till we truly need it yeah because we are safe you know there's nothing yeah. chasing us right now right
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just all these like kind of fabricated stressors we're worried about our past
0: <clears throat> or we're worried about our future mm-hmm. and all our energy is going there or there mm-hmm. we're not in present yeah. and that's where and that's where anxiety comes from is being worried about your past or your future
1: yeah yeah absolutely that's awesome that's some great content information <laughs> um I'm wondering if you would be open to doing a little guided meditation oh, perfect I, I know timing. I'm putting you on the spot yeah no I do we mind. can get out of our thinking brains <laughs> um just before we move into that though um can you just let people know how they can find you if they want to connect with you and all of that stuff
0: Sure, yeah. Um, So I have a website, and it's jennifermckenzie.net, and it's mck, uh, jennifermckenzie.net. I have um, a business line, 905-788-2397. You can find me on Facebook as well. I have uh, The Evolving Medium is my group site, and uh, it's a a little hub for people who have spiritual intention or have... um, Interest in, in like minds and bringing information through there. And it's just a channel for people to connect. And uh, on Facebook, I'm Jennifer Miller McKenzie. I also have a business page on there, JenniferMcKenzie.net. Awesome, great.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll be, I'll be posting all the information too, so people can Super. access that thank to you. connect with you. So thanks so much, Jennifer. That's that, this has been so great. I Feel <laughs> like we you. could talk yeah. for hours. Oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> we could. Yeah, we truly could. There's so much that we just kind of skimmed the surface of a few <laughs> things. So. Um, but this has been awesome. So let's. Thanks um, for having me. Yeah. Chantal. Thank you. So what we'll do is we'll move into a um, an nice little on-the-spot guided meditation sure, and yeah. then after that we'll just we'll just say our goodbyes okay so, yeah all okay
0: right. so this I'll give you a, a really quick meditation and this is actually uh, something that's really great for people who do uh, suffer from anxiety um, I think we all have at some point but for those who do this is really a really really good practice a really great tool to have and what I what I like to do is just have people just take a couple of deep breaths first, and uh, and I like to actually have a breath that starts to release the breath work. As you said, is really important, and I completely agree with you. Um, that you breathe in through the nose, and then you push the breath out with the intention that you're letting the stress of the day go. So it goes like this. <sighs> And just feel the shoulders soften as you do this. So breathing, take a couple of deep breaths in through the nose and then push the breath out. And then just take a minute to bring your awareness into the present moment space that you're in right now. So I want you to just bring all of your energy and all of your awareness into the space that you're sitting in right now. And begin to bring your awareness down into the heart center. And just feel any thoughts that may be floating around. Uh, Just feel like the elevator of your mind is just moving down into your heart center, into the space where your inner truth is. And I want you to place your hand over your heart when you do this, you actually send a message to the brain that releases oxytocin. And oxytocin is the feel one of the feel-good chemicals that's released in the body. And this sends a message to your brain to let you know that you're safe, all is well, and it's safe to relax. And just take nice, slow, deep, relaxed breaths into the chest and allow the chest to rise and fall. To feel all your awareness coming into the now, knowing that the present moment is the only time that matters. You have all the time in the day you need to get what you need done. Truly time in an illusion. Breathe all your awareness into your heart space with your eyes closed. I'm going to ask you to bring up a higher elevated emotion like gratitude. Just think of something that you're grateful for in your life or that could have happened today. And just see the image of that experience in your mind. And feel gratitude swelling in your heart space. You can be thankful right now in this moment for your beautiful, precious life. And when you feel ready, you can open your eyes and come back to waking state. That's it. You can even shorten that if you want to. That was awesome. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. I just did the meditation, so I feel really (laughs) good. Thank you so much for being here today. This was really great.
0: Thank you again, Chantal, for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity to have this conversation with you.
1: Thank you for everyone for tuning in. Yes, thanks
0: everyone for tuning in.
1: Right. take care later yeah. namaste <laughs> all that good stuff yeah thank you for joining our community of spiritual rebels my name is chantel also known as Enchanti, and i am the creator of the sacred grind i do spiritual work for fellow humans and other spiritual entrepreneurs I offer energy healing, card readings, spirit bridge journeys, and a whole bunch of other things to support people on their own personal journey to discovering who they are and what they want to offer the world. I help people get clear and get rid of some of the stuff that holds us back. If you'd like to connect with me... Please do so. I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram or on Facebook at uh, Enshanti or go to Enshanti.com. That's E N C H A U N T I.com. I look forward to connecting with you. And I've been guided to say Akuna Matata instead of Namaste, so that's what I'm going to go with. So, Akuna Matata. Peace out.